Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Listening to following on and after the third test match between India and England lasted less than two days, it gives us an opportunity to bring you an interview we did during the dinner interval on day one of the third test. The former England fast bowler Steve Harmison is sitting down with his former Durham teammate Ben Stokes to discuss how he's changed as a player over the years, his experience of captaining England in test cricket and which young player he thinks can surpass Joe Root's records in the game. Don't forget, TalkSport 2 will be bringing you live and exclusive commentary of the fourth test between India and England from Ahmedabad, and it all gets underway on Thursday. But for now, let's bring you the following on podcast as Steve Harmison sits down with Ben Stokes. Here is Petlaquire once again. Ball Stokes, massive, huge, all oh, that's gone out of the ground. Tossing it up, down the wicket he comes. That's gone all the way for six. That is a very good <laughs> shot by Ben Stokes. Oh, oh. Bowled him. Oh, oh, Ben Stokes has done it. Two slips and a leg slip in place. It's edged. Oh, oh what a catch, oh, Ben Stokes. Ben, thanks for joining us on TalkSport 2. I think first of all is how is how is Ahmedabad? Um, what stadium that is, by the way. Um, and, yeah. yeah how, is, how is things over there? Yeah, um, it was nice to sort of have a change of venue after being in Chennai uh, for a decent amount of time. You know, with the way that the world is at the moment, um, spending every day pretty much doing the same thing, <laughs> it's uh, it's quite nice to, to get to a new venue, get to a new place of India. Um, and as you said, the stadiums, um, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty daunting when you walk out there for the first time and um, see the size of the place. It's incredible. <laughs> and there was a lot made, a lot, I, I think a lot of it was blown out of all proportion, but it was a lot made of rotation, toss, pitch. Is this the sign of the times that everybody and their granny's got an opinion when, when you lose now? Um, and what did you make of that stuff? Because I'm sure you, as much as you say you, you push away from it, I'm sure you do have to, you have to take it in and see what's, what's going on in the world. Yeah, I, I mean, look, everyone has got an opinion, you're right there. 
people are maybe looking at it only from you know one angle whereas how we're looking at it is from a, a wider um you know picture and, and going forward and you know there's been people who have resting who have gone home and these days it's not all about you know physical well-being it's a lot with mental well-being with how the structure is run for us to be able to play you know being in bubbles being in being locked being locked away almost and being confined to hotel rooms and cricket ground while we're away there's more than just the the physical aspect that we've got to look after with people you know it's, it's the mental side of it as well and looking long term if giving people rest at certain periods if we feel that's going to benefit them long term and we're going to get more cricket out of them over the next two to three years then there's no complaints by anyone in this team it is very very tough doing what we do at the moment and uh, being away from home for such long periods of time and being stuck in hotels and being stuck at cricket grounds literally is the only thing we're allowed to do out here it's tough um and when you haven't lived it you don't quite understand you know what it can do to, to people you know people handle it differently and we're at the we're in the day and age now where people are find it easier to to open up on the mental side you know it's not seen as a weakness as it probably was you know 10 15 years ago and you know i think we will see the benefits of allowing people to have rest allowing people to go back home um you know halfway through a series and as long as everyone's feeling okay with that as we are in this team that's all that matters um so everyone's going to have an opinion which is fine but it's what it is what it is and we'll talk about you ben stokes Compare Ben Stokes from, uh, shall we say, 2016, the Indian, the, the, when you were last in India, to the Ben Stokes of 2021, you know, the, the, when you were last in India, compared to what you are now. What sort of character do you think you have evolved in over that time? I would say massive differences. I, I know what I need in preparation. I know what I need to get out of my trainings. And I know what works for me. Um, I know what I need to do leading up into a test match to make sure that I'm, I'm, I've done everything that I feel comfortable with going into a game. You know, four or five years ago, it was it was just sort of train and training and train. I'm not saying I didn't have any sort of process to my training, but I think now with the more experience and the more time I've spent, you know, in the team and, and trying to get my an understanding of my game, I think I'm, I'm just more aware of, of, of what I need and, and what I need to do to get the best out of myself. But that just comes with maturity, comes with age and comes with experience. Uh, I spoke to Joe, uh, Joe Root, on the, on the eve of his, his 100th test match. And he talked about you know, playing 100 test matches and trying to break Cookie's record, um, which is probably four or five years away if he, if he plays for that long. Where do you see you are at this moment in time in your career? Uh, do you feel as though you've hit your peak? Because that was a question I asked Joe. If you are, if you have got sort of four or five left years left in you, where's Ben Stokes? Do you think Ben Stokes is at his peak? Or do you think he's he's still to get there yet? Um, so no, I, I don't really. I wouldn't say I necessarily think of you know hitting a peak. I just mm. think of always trying to get better. Really, no one's ever the finished article. I don't think um, there's always room for improvements. With every player, you know, I look at how Joe's, you look at someone like Ruti, who's, you know, one of the best players in the world and, you know, 
is I'm going to say it now. He is, in, he is England's greatest batsman. Ashwin in once again. Roots coming down the pitch. He's going over mid on. Has he cleared it? Yes, he has. Double. Joe Root, double hundred. But he's still looking at how he can improve himself as a player, um, as a captain. And it's, it's amazing to watch someone with his skill do that. And even me as a senior player in the team, I look up to that, how he's always looking to evolve his game, how he's looking to get better. So. That's what I just always try and do, just, you know, always trying to evolve and, and always trying to, to work things out to, to help become, become a better player. And you, you say that, how you work things out to become a, a better player. How do you feel as though you have changed as the, you know, the 17-year-old that came into the Durham dressing room at 2008-9 time to sort of where you are now? As a, is, it just, is it more mentally or is it, you know, you have changed, had to change your game as, as the international cricket has come? Yeah, I think I, you know, I got rid of the this is how I play excuse yeah. massively because, you know, me personally, once I realised oh, that's just an excuse for when failures happen, um, I'm never going to learn from it. Um, so once I got rid of that and had more of an understanding of game situations about, you know, when I need to change the way that I play um, in terms of that being, you know, a little bit more defensive because in the long term, that's going to be better for the team, which will then, you know, if I stay in longer here and get through the tough bits, then then I'm able to sort of go into go up into fourth, fifth gear, um, and just having more of an understanding about where the game is at at the moment and how I need to play in certain situations. In that that excuse, the you know the what you've just mentioned there. If I asked you which is your three probably best experiences on a cricket field, um, would any would any of that come into into your mind mindset? Well, I think the three best experiences I've had is uh, obviously the World Cup and, and that Ashes game at Headingley. And it's hit away for more! England have won this match in the most extraordinary circumstances. They were all after 67 in their first innings and they've been dragged there by Ben Stokes. 135 not out. For Ian Botham in 1981, Reed Ben Stokes, 2019. We've had another miracle at Headingley. And then the third would be the day that we won the Ashes at Tembridge. Bowled in, dragged on. Would the man with the final wicket. 599 days after handing the urn over to Australia, Cook has his redemption. The difference between, you know, those three well i'm going to say that the world cup and the ashes you know obviously happened in the same year but comparing those two to 2015 when we won you know i was probably still in that sort of still had that oh this is how i play mindset Mental, yeah which you know on every now and again would, would work and pay off and you know do some decent things and um, but they probably wouldn't be as consistent well they, they they weren't as consistent as you know they are now um you know, I expect a lot more of myself these days compared to back then. And you mentioned winning the Ashes, and I, I did say to this to, to Joe last week, would winning the Ashes abroad, you know, talk about the rest and rotation, you're trying to get in a position to be the best team you possibly can be in the next year, have everybody fit and firing. You've won the World Cup, won the Ashes at home. What would it mean, Ben Stokes, to win the Ashes abroad? Yeah, I think as a cricketer, you know, you, you look at, if you can retire and you've won an ICC event, you've won the Ashes at home, you've won the Ashes away and, and 
this tour for me as well as one of those, you know, being in New India, it'd be amazing to, to be able to say when I've, I've retired that, you know, I've been able to accomplish all those things. So still need to tick off another two, which is Australia and, and Australia and, and India here. We've got a great chance to do that, um, you know, over the next couple of weeks. But going back to that rest and rotation thing we've got going on at the moment, you know, the squad of players that we've got um, here at the moment, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a, the group that we will be taking to Australia. If we can get test matches and experience under everybody here leading up to Australia, then that's a massive bonus for us that we've got guys, you know, with five, six test matches under the belts. So then we're not, um, you know, not throwing guys into the deep end. But when if they do get the chance in Australia where it's very hard to play cricket, they've got experience to lean back on. You know, it's all about planning for the future and what we've got coming up ahead. So, yeah. I did, I, to touch on that, I, I did a thing during the week um, for Stephen Parry with Ashley Giles and Andrew, so Andrew Strauss. And I actually said that I, in all my lifetime, I don't think England have had a better group of players from consistent performance-wise than what England have got now. What do you feel on that? I know there's, you know, there's potential bigger stars played at, at different times in, in different eras, but the actual pool of players that this selection panel have got to pick from is that is that what's going to get you beyond the ashes and and and, and feel as though you can win all them things you're talking about yeah i think so you know it's what we've got in front of us at the moment with this group of players is you know is, is potential you know you look at some of the guys got coming through and you go she's these guys play for four or five years now, where, where are these people going to be? You know, I'm just going to use one player as an example, uh, Ollie Pope. Nokia is in to Pope. It's, again, it's a leg stump, half volley, he's whipped it. Through the wicket, Rabada has given up the chase. That is a wonderful stroke to complete a wonderful maiden century. Ollie Pope looks to the heavens. I think you should take a bow. That is quite superb. Have we just seen the future of England middle-order batting? For me, if there's going to be someone to take over... Joe Root's records that he sets, Popey. I, 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 yeah, I just see him train, see him play, see the way that he goes about the game. The more games he gets under his belt, the better he's going to get. Um, the more he gets exposed to different situations at such a young age, it's only going to do him the world of good. And we've got a lot of people in that situation, a lot of plays in that situation. Um, you know, another like, you know, Zach Crawley's came into the team. Played that amazing innings down in um, Southampton at the end of last summer. So that for him is a progression where he knows that he can succeed at this level. And on the bowling front, you know, we've got back up now. Jimmy and Brody are sort of heading towards that end of their career. And sort of about filling, it's about filling that void when those two eventually go, even though they look like they're nowhere near done because they're just getting better and better. But there is going to be a time when we don't have Stuart Broad and James Anderson again. But the scene bowling unit that we've got in England at the moment is it's got so much potential and it's about playing them um, and giving them an opportunity and seeing where they are in five, six years' time because it's a very exciting time to be in England cricket at the moment. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. And in the summer, Joe... Um, Joe had a game off. Uh, we potentially could see again in this in this summer, uh, where Joe might have to have a, a break. Ben Stokes, the captain. We've seen Ben Stokes, the captain. First of all, how did you enjoy that? Um, and what lessons did you learn when you finished it, the stint to think, you know what, I fancy doing this in the future? Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, shame that you know I can't say I've got a great record, number <laughs> one, but it's uh, <laughs> victory. For the West Indies, a most significant win for Jason Holder and his team. I'll say this with a bit of, with a pinch of salt. One one lesson I did learn is is um, it's incredibly hard to speak to people when you're giving them news that they don't want to hear. Yeah, and it's something that I think you only get better at by doing more. But it was one thing that I I've always said: if I'm ever in that situation where I make a call, that I'm never going to pass you know, that call on to somebody else to do, you know, make a decision and, you know, you'd be a man enough to, to tell that person to the face that this is what's happening. Because, yeah, that one thing that would never sit well with me. And it was a very tough decision in, in, not, in not playing Stuart that test match. Um, and obviously there was a bit of, um, there was a bit of media around it. I'm not a particularly emotional person, but I've found the last couple of days quite tough. So I'm disappointed would be an understatement. You know, you get disappointed if you drop your phone and break your screen. I've been frustrated, angry, uh, gutted. I actually really thought his response to it and what he said really showed how much Stuart cares playing for England. And it just proves that he still wants to deliver for England, that, you know, he, he showed emotion like that. And I was... I was actually happy that he did it. You know, some people might find that weird that, you know, he came out and said those things. But if he said it, if he was like, nah, I'm fine, it's all right, it is what it is, you know, you'd be probably be a bit disappointed. But the fact that someone like Stuart, who's achieved what he's achieved, still feels so passionate about playing for England, it was a great sign. 
but one thing that yeah I didn't enjoy was was telling people you know who are more than just a colleague of that they're missing out this week is that do you have is that the reason why you've got so much respect for the likes of Joe and Owen Morgan um, and leaders that you've you've played for in the past because because of that side of the game yeah I think so and it's better than you know just getting straight to the points better than beating around the bush isn't it you know, there's no, there's no easy way to be, you know, I've been told that I'm not being picked up and told that I've not been selected before. And it's never easy to hear. Um, but I'd rather just hear it straight away as opposed to a, how you doing, mate? How's things back yeah. home? Or listen, by the way, you know, just come on, just tell me straight up. So, um, yeah, that's how, all, that's how I've always been. Um, I think that's probably why um, I would rather tell someone as opposed to letting someone else do it for me. And if you got, if you got to do the captaincy, what sort of, what sort of, um, parts of, of, of Joe and Owen, two captains you've played for in the, in the past, would you take forward and obviously you're going to be your own man but what have you learnt from, from from people like that? I think it's just, you know, staying as, you know, relaxed and as composed as you possibly can I think the way that Morgs does, I think what really shines through with Morgs and his captaincy is when we're under pressure as a team and when somebody's under pressure as a bowler especially how he handles that um, you might not notice, but if there's a bowler under pressure in over, he doesn't give the ball to the bowler. He keeps the ball in his hands. Yeah. Vaughan used to do um, So they don't really have the well, they, they don't have the opportunity to just get the ball and run in and bowl, hmm. which you know doesn't really. He probably doesn't resonate with people back home and don't understand it. But even just doing that, it sort of takes time out of the game and lets Morgs chat to them, lets him stop calm them down a bit. Um, and with Joe, he's just Joe, how he is. You know, he's pretty like, all right, lad, what are you going <laughs> to do here then? So, um, but as you're, I am my own man, and we all have our individual traits. And, you know, mine is, you know, I tried to sort of, when I had the bat or the ball in my hand, I tried not to think, right, I'm too much of a captain side here. It was, right, I'm a batter and I'm a bowler in this moment. And not on the ball myself. Um, I remember Joss telling me a few times down at Southampton, like, you know, you need to probably need to bowl yourself a bit more here. A century to remember from one of the greatest contemporary cricketers. Ben Stokes, 103 from 59 balls. Oh, he's taken his time at the IPL, but when he has, he has delivered. We'll finish up with, with the IPL. Um, what have you learned from being in the IPL? Because there's a lot talked about you know the the great the good and the great at all in one place, but for the last four or five years, what's Ben Stokes getting, and how was he getting better throughout that period? It's a weird one, like the IPL. I mean, obviously, it's a great experience, and it adds so much um, knowledge to our games, especially with the white ball. And um, not only that, it just it gives you big moments, a uh, big game experience, because every game is an event out there. And, you know, I can't speak highly enough of being in a pressure situation in an IPL game um, because you're never going to be exposed to more pressure um, with thousands of Indians watching. You're playing against the best players in the world and you've got billions of people watching you. You know that when you're out there in the middle and you just sort of come accustomed to that over that six, seven week period of playing out in the IPL. And then, you know, when you come to be representing your country, you've got that experience to lean back on that. You've sort of, you've been in that situation before out in India where, you know, the 
not saying the expectations are higher, but you've got massive expectations on your shoulders as an overseas player. And I think for me, that's probably, you know, one of the biggest things that I learn every time is, is that every event is a, is a, well, every occasion is a huge event in the IPL. And um, if you can get through it and you can sort of overcome the, the stresses and not fear of failure, but yeah, I, I'd say overcome the stresses of being in that situation, then, you know, it, it, it's going to stand you in good stead for, you know, all the cricket you play down the line. And being at Rajasthan with the likes of Jofra and, and, and Joss, how important is that to have familiar faces around you? Yeah, well, I think the great thing about the IPL is that you, you create relationships with people from all over the world. But having that connection with guys that you've played international cricket with for such a long time now in that same team as you, it, it is obviously um, you know, reassuring knowing that you've got um, people who you're familiar with around you. Um, and I know that Joff, when Joffre first joined in the uh, England team, um, obviously me and Joss, we did an IPL year with him beforehand. And he's, he has said that spending time with the two of us before he came into the England team, it did make him feel a bit easier coming in because he knew two of us. Yeah. So there's, again, you know, there's another benefit of the IPL is, you know, building bridges with other people that you're eventually, well, that you will probably end up playing with down the line. Ben, that's been brilliant. <laughs> I really appreciate appreciate your time from me and you know, from all of Talksport. We wish you well in these last two Test matches. Um, you know, there's a lot being met, uh, said and everything that goes, but I think you've got a great chance of, of not only getting a victory, um, but creating some history out in out in India. Cheers, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Enjoyed it. You've been listening to following on in a conversation between two former teammates, the former England bowler Steve Harmison with the England all-rounder Ben Stokes to look back on some of the highlights of Ben's career and look ahead to what's next for the Durham and England man. If you missed any of the show, you can listen back to the podcast and the following on feed available via the free TalkSport app. And don't forget, TalkSport 2 is the place to be. On Thursday morning, we will be bringing you live and exclusive commentary of the fourth test between India and England from Ahmedabad. All getting underway on Thursday. Coverage beginning at quarter to four. So join us then and thanks for listening. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 